Welcome, listeners, to a small blue planet in the middle of an endless black sea. It's a pretty strange place, full of turmoil, terror, and also mystery and magic. Today we sit down with just one of us Earthlings to tell you a tale of a simple night here on the mother we call home. So to any and all who might be tuning into our frequency, let's begin. This is One Night on Earth. Welcome one more time to One Night on Earth. Tonight we welcome Aishwarya. So quick off, give us a rundown. Who are you? What do you do? How do you have fun? Where you live? All those good things. Whatever it is. Uh, well, my name's Aishwarya. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in New York right now, uh, but I'm originally from India. I grew up in India my whole life. Um, what part of India? I grew up in South India in a city called Chennai. Cool. People might know that as Madras, right? That's like the old old name for it. That is correct, yes. Something like that. All right, first off, a little uh, spoiler, disclaimer, whatever you want to call it. Aishu is my fiance. We're to be married in a little over a month's time, something like that, right? Yes, that's a really big disclaimer, yes. Whatever, that's good. It's <laughs> good for people to know. So we're sitting here in my R, humble abode here in Brooklyn, New York. Um, Bay Ridge, the specific region to be specific. Um, So anyways, uh, you are our first guest here on One Night on Earth. And uh, in this podcast, we're just going to be taking a clip, one small picture of a night on Earth. Whether it be a party, an adventure, um, anything, anything it can be. So tonight, what's the story you're going to tell us about? Well, tonight I'm going to share my uh, my own version of this crazy pilgrimage adventure that I had in India uh, back in 2006. This uh, is a story that you told me a while back and I wanted you to share with it with me because it was definitely a wild ride. And uh, so, yeah. Anyways, uh, where would you like to start? Where, what was the reason you went on this journey? Um, so I was singing for this religious, uh, traditional South Indian dance band. Uh, uh, they used to do like Bharatanatyam, traditional dancing. And for people who might not know exactly what is that, just to give us a little rundown. It's a traditional South Indian style of dancing. Um, they usually used to, like, you have to train when you're pretty young and you have to go through a certification process and it's like pretty much like ballet dancing that's the closest thing i can compare it to in the western world sure so like really technique oriented like right i don't know a lot of people who just like can jump into it when they're you know it takes a lot of training it's a serious practice like correct yeah dedication yes not that other dance isn't i'm just saying but you know 
Yeah, this is more like traditional, it's so it's kind of frowned thing. upon yeah. if you're not like traditionally trained. But ev- ev- like and like yeah, people who can jump into it and grasp it right away, but they, they're pretty cool. There's rules, like it's a very stringent. Yeah, there are a lot of rules. Practice. Yes, got it. Makes sense. Uh, so I was singing for this band who used to do like Bharatanatyam shows in like receptions, like marriage receptions. We used to have like shows, or so we used to do it in like temple performances when they used to do. Uh, temple openings uh, and we got an opportunity to perform um, in one of uh, uh, one of the it's called a mutt like where uh, one of the uh, like a meditation center or like one of the temple version of meditation uh, meditation center in a town called Haridwar it's in northern India um, and when we went there we also planned this like pilgrimage tour this is one of like the uh, top four pilgrimage tour places in northern um, Himalayas and it's uh, it runs along the la- a range of the northern Himalayas um, in a state called Uttarakhand um, so we could not plan our trip around this because we were just so close and all of us wanted to go there real bad um, so Usually, it's the type of place that, that people come far and wide to go to. So the fact that you were close to place. it, it was like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. People from all around the world come here because it's like, you know, very renowned and like very holy in its own way. And is this a pilgrimage having to do with like the Hindu religion or is it something specific like that or is it just... Oh, it's very Hindu. It's for, it's a temple for Lord Shiva. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, it's called the Suyambu Lingam, which means it kind of originated by itself. Like, they didn't, like, go build the deity in this temple like they do in, like, usually in, like, other temples. And for uh, someone who might not, not necessarily, like, associate a deity with thing, like, describe what you're talking about. This is, like, an actual sculpture or... It's a sculpture, yeah. yes. Um, and it's, uh, it's known to be built in, um, like, early um, 8th century CE that I just looked up. Uh, <laughs> I did not know that. Before. But but this is, uh, so w- like someone might know what a lingam stone is or like uh, associate a lingam with like, you know, a meditation rock or something. So this is a, a formation of rock is what you're saying. Right. It's like a rock sculpture that's the main uh, deity in this temple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the only deity in this temple. It's a pretty small temple. Got but it. You have to uh, go like on an eight and a half mic height to go it's up in the temple in the Himalayan ranges and it's uh, lined by one of the rivers with the trip with the tributary of River Ganga Work. so it's along those uh, it's along that river um, and you have to go on an eight and a half mic height to like go do this and the oxygen level up there is not very great so it's like hard to breathe as you climb up because of the altitude serious like climbing like pretty serious much. climbing yeah. yeah but even though it's like not too like you know it's not too long of a climb it's like six six hour six to eight hours if you're slow but sure. it's like usually five to six hour hike uh, but it was pretty adventurous the whole hike and you know all right so we're gonna back up a little bit so uh, on this podcast i wanted to really focus around one 24-hour period whatever it is you know what i mean whether it's one night or one thing and i think i hear the train coming down beneath their feet you feel that i know yeah the building's vibrating it's weird Whoa. all right well we're testing out the new studio here a little bit, and I'll confess it's a little bit more of a kitchen than it is a studio, but that's all right. We're working with it. So um, start with, you go to play this concert, right? The concert's not at this temple, right? The concert's no. somewhere else. Correct, right? yes. And is this on the same day you do the hike or a different day, the concert? No, the concert was on a different day. Different day. Okay, so you, so tell me from, 
You it guys, was more of like a performance that we did. Of course, yeah. sure. So you guys start out a couple of days after the concert, whatever it is, and with the with the idea of going to this hike. Now, now, where are you staying at this point? Well, I went up there with my whole family because you know it was they were like let's just take advantage of this opportunity and like go see them perform at the same time. Also, we get to go to this like really pilgrimage like visit that we always wanted to do sure. my parents are pretty you know all about like pilgrimage and like going to the temple all over india so they were super into it um so actually where we stayed was pretty like not a great place uh we stayed right <laughs> at the uh foot of this big uh mountain um we were a big group just because all the kids who were dancing performing as a part of this concert was traveling we were traveling with us and the singers were traveling and all their families were pretty much traveling wow because not all the kids were like over 13 or 16 or 18 to like travel by themselves sure and so most maybe. of their parents wanted to like escort them and also wanted to go on this trip so sure, it all kind of kinda like worked out as like a big family vacation mm-hmm. but a big big group family vacation um like i want to say six to eight families Got it. Together. So how many people would you say total, like eh, 20 to 30? 20, 25 people. Something like that. Something like that. Cool. So a big caravan. Big, yeah. Did you all get up there by train or you fly or what happened? We took the train. Wow. Yeah. Cool. From Chennai. So, so you're staying at the base of this mountain with this many families or whatever in what, like a we little had, hostel? We like, two, or? like in a, in a, like, uh, like two big rooms and mm-hmm. all beds were li- like lined up, like all in the same room, like a big hostel. Got it. Yeah, it wasn't like the most cozy situation to sleep, but we were just like, like wiped and tired, and all we just needed a space to like crash. Yep. So we were all we just all like passed out the night we got there, uh, and the the next night we had some energy. So you know, so we were just going around the neighborhood, like grabbing food there. No one like there spoke our language because we were from South India and we spoke like Tamil. Everyone there like spoke Hindi or they had another regional state language. I can't remember the name of it. So we that's were so kind of like that, having that, fun. That's with so it. crazy that like, just because you were in another state that like you literally don't even know what the name language was called. Yeah, that's... they spoke Hindi, which most of us kind of knew. Uh, we were not like super fluent, but we could still like talk basic stuff to like get around town and like get all like you know sure um necessary questions like directions and all answered um so it was really fun because we walked to a restaurant that day and like he didn't know what we were were asking for and he served the wrong stuff so once he like walked away we were just making fun of his bald head in our own language which (laughs) is pretty mean but he served us the wrong food so we were like you know what we can only do this here so we're gonna take advantage of it (laughs) nice so it's kind of funny that's good, but that's crazy. That's like if if we here in New York went up to Boston and they were speaking another language, which you know they kind of are, but you know that's. <laughs> but no, I right, that's mean, different, like dialects. No, I know. I'm just messing with you. We also have dialects of the same language in, within the same state. Yeah, but this just, is just that's different just languages. Convoluted as all get out right there. Okay, so cool. So this morning, how many of you are going up to the temple? All of you. Yes, most of us, except for maybe three, four people who are. Uh, who were a little older than all of us and they were like diabetic or whatever so it wasn't recommended for them to go but most of the crew went went up there got it got it um so how how'd you get there was the was it like walking out of the town or so there were two three up like different ways to like get up there Mm -hmm. um so some of our crew members um were carried up by the dolly 
the dolly is something like a wooden thing like in game of thrones that uh the kings and queens get carried around by people oh my gosh you know that's a dolly so like old people usually go for that i think there's something really else walk. that they call it in game of thrones i forget what it's called it's like uh i always forget this word but it's a good word but anyways whatever we'll look it up yeah I, I don't know what exactly it's called in like english but we call it a dolly okay um so some of the older people like went up so there. someone carried them like yeah, slave people. style yeah four people on each side yeah Carrying no, no. one, one person. on each side. Yeah, so I four know. people carried one person. That's ridiculous. And you All the way them, for six so that was hours. Expensive. Yeah. No, they would take breaks and like stop and now and My then. My goodness. But it was pretty expensive, so not a lot of people went. Like I think two people probably like went, oh my went, God, took that option. That's and went insane. Up there. And with what I mean, uh, um, spoilers. I know a little bit about the story. You told me a little bit about it before. They're gonna. That's gonna be some treacherous carrying. Yeah, it it was. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Anyway, so so we'll get there. Um, uh, okay, and so the rest of the crew um, took like horses, so there were horses that you could ride, but they were escorted by the. Now, if I remember correctly, you had said something to me about the bus ride being specifically very treacherous. Was this just to get to the oh, town that, that you were at? Oh, that was to get to the town, yeah. Got it. Something about like a bus crashing up. or something along the way up? That wasn't the bus that we were in. That was the bus that was right before us. So yeah, it was, yeah. this was like pretty high. Um, the one that we had climbed was like 11,000 um, uh, feet high. Sure. That wasn't like too terribly high. But the well, one I that mean, we 11,000 feet is pretty freaking high it's pretty freaking high it's yeah. the highest i've ever uh, Twelve thousand feet is the highest but I've we ever had met. to like climb a considerable amount like in bus and the bus couldn't go any further so that's why we have all these other options either take the dolly take the horse or walk up but there. like you you mean you drove up to twelve thousand feet that's like no we did not no i don't know how high it was the before town. this eleven thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah the town it. was pretty high too got it but the bus that was right before us like like fell and like slid up this like cliff it was very like steep. I'm sure. So there was like a big accident and we got like stuck in the traffic. They were all like hairpin bands, so we didn't know what was going on. We were like, Why are we stuck in this little town for so long? It's getting dark, like wow. it's not cool, it's so cold. And someone told us that, Oh, the bus before you like almost like fell off the cliff, so they're they're like trying to like get it up and save those people. And we were like, Oh wow, we just lucked out. We shouldn't be complaining about getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> like wow. that could have been us, you know. Crazy. So, yeah, it was it was in like the greatest road ever. Like <laughs> I can imagine if it's some yeah, mountain it was road. Yeah, pretty marshland and like pretty steep hairpin bends. Like only one bus could go at once. Like you kind of have to like plan it out if two vehicles are coming like on the same road. That's gotta be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, so that's the bus ride up. So to get actually to the temple, you can either take horses, walk. Or take these, what we call dolly. Dolly's, yeah. I think it's called like a solar or something like that. I forget I, what it is. I don't know what that's Anyways, called. whatever. We'll, we'll read Game of Thrones and we'll find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know Daenerys has to ride in one a couple times. I forget. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Um, so you guys opted for horses, right? Uh, when we went up there, mm-hmm. we, uh, my dad and I and a couple more people, uh, we all hiked up there. We just walked up. Sure. Uh, when but when we come, came back from there, we mm. took horses because it got pretty dark and it started raining and they it, there were like no lights. It all went out, so that was the way back when we had to. They kind of like told us like that is this is the recommended way because you don't know where you're going. You can like almost kill yourself if you just try and hike down this lake hill. There wasn't like any path to like defined path to walk. Got it. So you're walking up 
to this temple and they're saying there's no path there's like a man-made like a little like oh yeah just a trail yeah it's a hiking trail yes cool yeah. so describe this hike up like when you i mean this is the himalayas it's one maybe the greatest mountain range in the entire world right are you on a specific mountain or do you remember the name of the mountain or anything like that or no well that's the name of the mountain kedarnath kedarnath yeah am i saying that right kedarnath yeah crazy so badrinath and kedarnath are one of like they're the mo- one of the top four holy places to be in the northern uh, Himalaya pilgrimage tour uh, trip but uh, we went to Badrinath also and this was like Kedarnath which was pretty treacherous to like get to and both of them are in the state of Uttarakhand in um, India in, in northern India got it so describe the scenery where what are you looking at at this point so they're all like we passed like the town where the houses were before we got up there uh when we just got to the town so they were all like little um stone houses with like colored like rooftops up like in random different parts of the hill they were all built on the hill awesome so i, I imagine it, like tibetan prayer flags and things it, like it, that no yeah definitely it's very close wow. except that they just had like holy flags playing every now and then like glittery indian like you know holy flags playing they awesome. were all like they, it was like this whole town is surviving on this like tourist place sure, right sure. so you can only imagine how holy and how like hindu that town is i'm sure so it was a pretty religious town and that's kind of like they make money of this like tourists people yeah. mm-hmm. that's how like the town survives so how many people would you say live there it's uh, a really great question. I, I mean, really like, just exactly. whatever, a handful or a couple thousand or, like, just give us a couple, sense. A couple hundreds. Okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. So super small, a small village for uh, in, in clinging to the mountains. Right, yeah. Wow. A couple, yeah. I mean, good. I wouldn't say couple hundreds. More than a couple hundreds, but less than a thousand probably. Hmm. Okay. Um, so little shanty stone houses clinging to the rock and stuff, but this isn't the trail. You're still in town, right? Mm-hmm. And so as you walk up, as you leave town, does it get really mountainous, really, like, cliffy? What's going on? Yeah, it's just very marshy cliffs, like, like pretty steep marshy cliffs with very, like, as you keep going up and up, like, there's the oxygen levels really coming down. It's hard to breathe. So you mean marshy, like, wet? Or, like... Yeah, the the day we were going up was pretty, like, you know, it was drizzling, raining a little bit. Uh, are you are you in snow level? Are you like or like? It wasn't like snowing now. But there's snow on the ground. Uh, we went from this place. You can get hike up only from like April to like November. Oh. The rest of the year it's kind of closed because of the snow. You I'm can't sure. yeah, yeah. go up there at all. Kind of deal. It's not safe. Wow, I wonder what the what the town itself is like during the winter. That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty covered. I, I would assume. That's insane. Anyways. The recommended travel period for this hike is like April to November. So we went um, around that time. Um, so it wasn't snowing, snowing, but it was pretty cold and rainy and like foggy, super foggy. So we couldn't, so you couldn't see where you were going at all. You couldn't see the next like level of oh, what wow. you were climbing. So there's not like a bunch of scenery around really. Like It was super foggy. That's why that bus before us kind of almost fell because the, he couldn't see really well wow. in that bend. So you assume that there's something coming when you turn, but he doesn't know. He's just assuming and like. Yeah, of course. You know. No, I totally. I can imagine. Yeah. Um. So, as you're go- as you're going up, you said this is like a six-hour hike, something like that. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So, I mean, I know your parents a little bit and stuff like that. How were they handling everything? So my mom took the horse. She rode the okay, horse. Okay. All the way my up. My brother rode the horse too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How uh, old was your brother at this point? How old were you at this point? Um, it was 2006, right? So that was three years before I graduated from high school. Oh, wow. So you're young, like 14, yeah. 13, 14? Thir- 13, yeah. Wow. So my brother was five years younger than me. Uh, nine years old? No. Dang. Okay, so he's definitely on the horse. Yeah. Wow, he was nine years old climbing this thing. Yeah. That's insane. So is there any actual, like, there's a path all the way up, right? There's no, like, physical rock climbing or anything. There's a trail. There's a little trail. Yeah, a path. Yeah, whatever. But, I mean, you're not, like, having to, like, physically climb up rocks or... No, but at some point, when it started raining, we, like, lost the trail because it started, like, getting really marshy Mm -hmm. and the water started, like, stagnating, Mm -hmm. right? So we had to, like find another route without the water bear because we would like literally slip and fall if we take that sure, route. Sure, sure. so my dad and i had to like just climb rocks at some point but it wasn't for a lot it was probably for like 15 minutes Got not it. longer than that 15 20 minutes probably. but even so um so and again you're going up with like you say 25 people something like that something like that around 20 20 wow people, that's yeah. insane and this is all people still from the troop or was our other tourists with you also no, they were other tourists just by themselves. They were not a part of our group. Got it, got but it. But we were a group all together. So we had to, like, make sure, like, all the... There were a lot of kids who were a part of the I'm sure, that's what I'm saying. You're going to have... Who were all really young, too. Nine-year-olds, 13-year-olds, exactly. I can imagine. So we had to, like, keep track of all the horses they were on because each horse was traveling in its own speed with wow. its own, like, driver or the guiding person. So it had, like, someone along, like, holding the someone reins, right? Someone was holding, yeah, yeah. 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 Wow. But they were walking. They weren't riding it. Only, like, one person could, like, sit. Right. Until it was a really small kid, then they would ride with the kid. Sure. So, I mean, you said you rode horses down, right? Did you know, Do you know how to ride horses well? Like, are you comfortable riding horses? There's no riding. It's just you sit on the horse, and the horse, like, makes it way. There's no, like, path, or you can't ride fast. It has to no, go No, of course. Step but, I step. mean, even so, like, I mean, controlling a horse can be No, that, that's why we had a person. You have like, a person. None of us knew how to, like, actually control and drive a got horse. Got it, got or it. Or ride a horse. Drive. <laughs> <laughs> just, just turn it, put it in the gear, and go. Go. Um, so... So you're saying it's super foggy. So can you see like big views around you or catching any glimpses or is it just stick to the path? And When we were going up, it was like pretty bright. It was like afternoonish. Mm-hmm. So we could still like see something um, of in terms of where we were going up, but not really what was around us. Yeah, no, I'm just it was thinking, still really you know, foggy. 11,000 feet so you could see for you know hundreds of miles maybe no, we you could know only I mean? no we could only see like where the path was going for a little bit in front of us and that's all we could see wow that's insane yeah and we could probably see a little bit up like one more rock above our head that trail like but that to the was next it. To, to the, the next, next trail where whatever. we had to yeah. go but that was it that was kind of like you know that's all your vision was so did you feel almost like claustrophobic or was it like because you don't you don't know what's on the other edge of that cliff or around the bend or you know what i mean it was like, very yeah i mean from retrospect, now that I know what the return trip was like, I wouldn't complain about the way up. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but, but at I mean, that moment, feel it like was a, pretty. It was yeah. pretty intense. I was like, like it was sweaty. We were foggy. We couldn't see. It was really cold. I couldn't breathe really well as we kept going up. So yeah, did you guys bring oxygen for? They were selling oxygen cylinders as mm. we went up. Like, well, because up. I mean, I, I'm a snowboarder, and I mean, we went in Jackson Hole. I believe is like. Eleven thousand five, like eleven five, or something like that. And like, obviously, like we were fine 
you know, athletes and stuff like that. But even I remember, like, just the beginning of the ride up from the top, like, we had to take multiple breaks, and people would tell you to, like, no, 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 take breaks, because, like, if you're breathing really fast up here, you'll get altitude sickness, and you can, like, literally die. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Well, people kind of warned us before we, like, went, like, started climbing up, like, hey, the altitude is going to be really high. You're going to have, like, trouble breathing because the oxygen level is not the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but my dad's, like, asthmatic, so he might, like, I mean. me, he might have trouble. We were like, yeah, we'll be, we'll be fine. Like, we, you were just saying that. And then we were like, oh, it's not. They were not kidding. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's actually hard to breathe. Uh, oh, and, and, and altitude sickness is, like, from a lack of oxygen to the point where, like, your heart can stop. Like, you can get really sick. You can be throwing up everywhere. It's exactly, like you're getting, yeah. Like, and we were like, oh. It's like getting like, the bends, like, when you go scuba diving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, well, like if people were asthmatic, probably they might need oxygen. Like they were not like oxygen cylinder, cylinder, like the big ones that we see. Sure. No, they were no, like no, little no, cans little, of oxygen, yeah, little, little can, like spray cans. Yeah, 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 that you could just like like take a spray. like an inhaler. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, maybe they would need. I'll be fine and perfectly normal. I can mm-hmm. handle this, like all that. But I was like, oh, like I can't. Like oh my god, it's just like I have to walk and breathe, and like there's no oxygen. Like how is this possible? You know, that was the mindset. Yeah, just breathing I mean. physical, and walking and, was physical just Physical exertion. I know that's insane. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I didn't use one, and I got up there for sure. In uh, in Peru. When you're climbing in in the Andes, yeah, um, when it gets they apparently chew coca leaves. It's supposed to help with uh, altitude sickness. That's what I hear. Anyways, um, I probably like took one or two puffs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did your dad get one? He must have. I I think he did. Because I mean, I asthmatic up there. I mean, I remember like the the group like we were three or four of us, and probably one of us got one, and we like passed it around for like a round or two for everyone to take a puff. Probably that was it. Sure. 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 Um, I definitely once we like almost were there like this was probably like after we were there like six miles almost close two one and a half two more no two two and a half more miles left mm-hmm. I just like had to sit for a minute I'm like I have to get used to this like yeah you have I to can't adjust. like yeah. keep moving anymore and it started like drizzling and raining and I was like I have to take a minute and like I sat down and I was like okay this is what we're dealing with here I'm gonna like breathe and like get used to it and then we were like, okay, let's do it. Got it. Um, so did you feel like sick or was it more just like you just needed to adjust or like, or even, I mean, a six mile hike is a long hike. Like, you know, that can be tiring enough in and of itself. But did you feel the altitude is what I mean? Yeah. I, more than like the, the feeling like tired, I felt more felt like the altitude at that point, just survival was like, let's just get up there and like get this over with kind of thing. Totally. And like, once we get up there, we're probably going to be okay because it was like, you know, so I know you were young, right? And obviously, you know, you were maybe pre a full awareness, even though, I mean, I know you grew up in a pretty religious family, but did you feel an energy? Did you feel the reason for this pilgrimage? I mean, a pilgrimage oftentimes has something to do with shedding something or asking something or for leaving something at this place or at the spot was there was there a motivation there inside of that or was it literally just i want to go see this cool place or like do you remember as a 13 year old or a 14 year old what that felt like so the very intense thing that i remember that i went through was the day before or a couple days before when we took a bath in the ganges river sure which is supposed to Mm -hmm. quotes um Get, like get rid of all the sins you wash away all the sins the moment you like wash yourself in the ganges you let go of all your sins so it sure. makes you pure and clean right mm-hmm. so 
I was like, yeah, sure. And it was freezing, freezing when we <laughs> yeah, got you're it. you're in the but Himalayas, Freezing. Yeah. Totally. Couldn't handle it. But we, were, we have to take a dip. Look. So we went all the way in, took mm-hmm. like a full dip. So it's about going all the way in, right? Yeah. You can't just like touch your foot, toe in there or whatever. Right, yeah. So we took, like, I took a full dip and and that was like where it was just freezing cold and we came out and i saw like hundreds and hundreds of people doing it with like pujas and everything i was like oh this is a big deal this is real like sure, sure, sure. you know and they were like a, like doing pujas for like dead people well eventually the kind of surprising and sad part that i also learned during this experience is that they kind of let go of dead bodies and like you know the ganges too because it's just like they attained their way to heaven or moksha Gosh, or whatever they call it. There's just dead bodies in there. So we were like, uh, gross. Like, yeah. What? What? We Seriously. just like took a dip. Like mm-hmm. what? Like, does this all happen in the same place? Or it's just flowing water? Like what's going on? Um, but you know, like everyone was associating it with like such a like intense like energy. They mm-hmm. all like believed in it and like assumed that they were pure. You know, so that was kind of like, oh, okay. rubbed off on you. You know, yeah, that yeah. kind of like, yeah. And we were in this like whole town with this whole energy, even if you didn't believe in it, which I don't know if I even realized what it was at that point. Like, I didn't understand all of it, but it was just like everyone talking about it, and everyone believing in it. That whole energy was just like, okay, this is probably something true. There's probably something to it, if not like if it's 100% like true. So that was definitely there. The whole hike up, because everyone there for, was for one reason to get up top. And to like see this like like formed sculpture, totally. which was such a small temple. That's there are millions of temples in India which are so grandiose, like so big, so beautiful, so like good in like architecture than this. This was like one small little temple up there, and everyone is going through this treacherous hike to like go up to see that little sculpture. Sure, that has to be something, right? Because it's meaning, right? Because right. it's some heaviness. Yeah. So yeah. that drove us all up there and we were pretty much like singing all shiva songs all the way like we were just because we you're were, with course, your a band for all intents and purposes you're with your band right, yeah, yeah. yeah and whoever was walking with us and whenever we saw like other like people on the horse like we waved at us like hey like and then stopped totally. and like hang, hung out with them for a little bit took a breather so well eventually made it up there mm-hmm. and we all like um regrouped once we got up there all the people in the horse the doli like us we all like regrouped and made a group again like got water whatever tea hot tea up top it felt like heaven so there was oh you guys brought a bunch of stuff with you no we had we got it from like the there's store, a little, so, store. The little wow, store there's a little store up there little i wonder store. if they hike up there every day that's crazy yeah that's why i asked them they apparently put up like a little hut like in a little lower point yep so that they could like you know boil water and make tea there so i'm gonna stop you right there i'm gonna get another beer we're going to take a little break. We're going to hear a message from, I don't think we have any sponsors this week, but we'll see. Not yet. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> um, and uh, do you want another drink? Uh, sure. Cool. Uh, again, this is One Night on Earth. This is an FC Pubs podcast. And uh, we'll be right back. Here at FC Pubs, we're doing one year of free content. We want you guys to take in all the stuff that we're doing, whether it's our podcast, YouTube shows, anything along those lines for free. We want to show that you guys that we're going to be doing good content every week, every month, whatever it is. So subscribe to us. We're going to be on iTunes, on YouTube, uh, at FC Pubs. Um, you can also go to fcpubs.com and check out all the content, the articles, the videos, everything that we're doing there. 
Uh, everyone's working really hard to bring you stuff during our very, very busy lives. So we thank you so much for taking time to be with us. We hope you enjoy all the content. Please leave comments below, um, whether you're on the website or YouTube. Uh, we always like to be in there on message boards, everything like that. Um, you can send us an email at fcpubs at gmail.com with your questions, comments, concerns, all that kind of stuff. So with that, let's get back to the show. Thanks. All right. Welcome back to One Night on Earth, the podcast where we talk about one day or one night here on planet Earth with any human being sharing their stories. Tonight, we're here with Aishwarya, uh, my lovely fiance from southern India. She's telling us the story of how she climbed through the Himalayas to an ancient, ancient, we're talking 8th century ancient temple with a natural deity created straight out of the rock. So, just to recap, you go up there with your band, you stay in a little hostel with all these people, there's treachery on the way up, bus is crashing, fog, marshy, slippery rocks all the way up, oxygen tanks needed, you finally get to the top, and you finally get a little bit of relief. You're 13 years old, you get your little brother, your mom's on the horse, your dad's got asthma and using oxygen to get to the top. Here we are. So, you guys get to the top and you're telling me there's a little store up there? Describe this store to me, because I need to hear, hear about it. Sure, you just like, it's just my just story sounds like better version of Life of Pi, just up in the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this little store, it was, they were selling, we have something similar to ramen in India called Maggi. Oh, I know Maggi. So it comes with a little masala packet in it. That's what makes it more Indian and would, super yummy. I'd call it MSG masala. It was. You know what? They actually banned it for like a little bit because they confirmed that this whatever thing that they add, MSG and something else, is it's pretty not, harmful and not. It's, it's not like ramen doesn't have the same crap in it, so don't worry. I know. Okay. But it's pretty yummy, and that's one of the Hey, man, that... and, and I'm well aware. I mean, when you're on the trail, when you're hiking, sometimes cardboard tastes like candy, I understand. So. Right? So they, were, they had this little store up in the top. They were selling really hot soup Maggie, mm, and that was just like, oh, my God, so weight. good. <laughs> I know. That's probably the only thing I could cook really well. Side oh, note. <laughs> um, so anyways, you get this some nice soup. You chill out. Everyone regroups. We're, again, we're talking like 10 to 15 teenagers here in right? adults yeah no i know but you know they were like seven to eight teenagers and then adults yeah old parents got it so we got like tea and maggie and like we almost were up there but we had once we got up there we were like okay let's go see the deity right of course i mean come on and there was a big freaking line so everyone who got up there oh, had to wait on because this was this little small temple of course so they have to like stand on this line and, and like, so when you know. say a temple like so for instance when i was in thailand i mean you see quote-unquote temples on the side of every street corner it's literally just this little tiny like maybe statue two to four feet high with like a little lingam stone of, or like a buddha sitting in the middle and everyone just like nods at it are we talking that kind of small or are we talking a small building well, this was pretty small compared to all the other temples but it's that a building. you can see in India. It's a building. It's a stone building. Well, they built around this deity. Of course. So of this course. temple was built by a king, uh, actually by like a saint king. Got it. Was, it. Uh, back in the day. Some religious leader. Yeah. Uh, 
so he built it uh, around the sculpture that was formed in the form of a lingam. But it's big enough for a person to enter, is what I'm no, saying. No, it's pretty big. No, there can the, a group can hang out at once. There are like eight to ten people around uh, who can stand around it. Like it's not like that small. When I say small, if you have seen other really big Indian temples, okay, compared to that, it's, it's small, like but it's not like Mahal, a little. It's like, you know, it's the Taj Mahal <laughs> isn't a temple; it's a monument. It's just an architectural thing. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Uh, it's, it was built for... Isn't it like a, a tomb? It's a tomb but that was Shah Jahan built for his dead wife. Got it, got it, got it. So, um, so this is definitely a big temple where at least like 15 people can stand around and look at it, look at the deity, which is what we did. Sure. Uh, at the sculpture. Uh, but it was small compared to like the other big crazy temples that you see around India. Got it. So we went up there. For all this, we thought, like, you know, like, we were going to go and, like, let's go see the deity, like, let's go back, like, go back, like, chill out, brush our teeth. We hadn't, like, slept in, like, a day and a half at this point. Yeah. Because we were traveling, then we had to, like, go that same day because of the weather forecast. Oh, so we were, like, like you a can't window. Travel. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't travel the next day. It was going to get pretty gnarly, so we were, like, you have to go. And you heard about the rain and all that. Right. Um... So we were like, okay, we have to do it. We didn't even brush, didn't take a bath. Never, ha- you're not supposed to do that when you're going to a temple. But this was a pilgrimage, which is the only place you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to be like super clean when you have to go to the temple, right? Ah, I see. So I've never gone to a temple without showering or brushing my teeth, for that matter. This is the first ever time I did that, and everyone with me did that. So no one. So it was no a big deal. Like, it was a you big guys deal. Felt it. Yeah, and everyone was like a tourist at this point, so sure. everyone was in the same bus. How like many people would you say were in the line to see the deity? It's a pretty long line, and we were pretty tired, so I kept falling asleep at that point. Oh my goodness! Is it nighttime at this point? It was evening time at this point. Sure. So did you get any epic sunsets? I I I I find it crazy that you were in fog this whole time was there it was a payoff pretty, type was, of view or like it was still pretty foggy but it was it was gorgeous up there sure it was super gorgeous up there yeah it was so still like it was still hilly though right so this hilly was, or like craggy mountainous death cliff it wasn't like no it wasn't like i mean there were parts of it i mean when i think himalayas i think like Everest, right? Like I think about like sheer. But this wasn't Mount Everest, though. No, of course that, not. Right? I know that, but no, I'm just saying. Like I think of gi- like the most giant mountain ranges I've ever seen in my entire we life. We saw right? some pretty dangerous mountain ranges around this. Got it, got it, got pretty, it. Yeah, but there, but you're still, you're still somewhere in the. We were amongst one of those like mountain tops. You were know? there trees, or were you past the tree line? Because I know like eleven thousand feet in most places. There were like big trees. No, not at all. No, there no, were no, little yeah. ferns and plants all got the way it. up. Ambitious and all that, but there wasn't like a big tree tree up there. But on no, the way, no. we saw some trees. Got it, got it. Yeah. No, because you know, eventually when you get to the a point on a mountain, you're above the tree line, and trees don't grow any further. Yeah, up about there. about when we went up, we didn't see like any trees. Yeah, crazy. And at that point, I was falling asleep, and I didn't pay real attention. Of like, okay, like I'm gonna just sleep until we go in there, and I had to really go to the bathroom. Oh man! Like I really had to pay. Was there a bathroom over there? No, I mean you kind of lose your spot in the line. Oh. So we were like, okay, on. like I have to hold it until we like get past this line, see the deity, come out, and I'm just gonna like run. Oh, that's such a shame. And you can't you go like it's it. not like you're going hiking and you can go out in the open. No, it's like a hill town, and everyone's everywhere, right? Got so it. you can't just, like, go out in the open in the woods. Like, oh, I'm just going to go in the woods and, like, do my business now. Sure, sure. 
So it kind of had to be like kosher. Like so the whole way you're hiking up, is there houses along the way, or is no it just houses, rural, no. super rural? No, no. But you houses. say people are all over the place. Like you couldn't go. They were just tourists, like climbing rocks. Oh, like, you're just talking about people. Just people climbing up. Got it. And this was around the temple area, so everyone was like hanging out or like waiting or sitting in groups. So there wasn't like any other space out out outside of this like temple hangout sure. space. It was only that. There was nothing else up there. Mm-hmm. So finally, we got on the line. We met and regrouped with all our people. Like, so many of us had to, like, pee, though. All I'm the sure. girls had a really hard time. The guys probably, like, snuck in and out somewhere yeah. along the way, I'm sure. Uh, so we fell asleep. We got there. We, like, we finally saw the deity. And that was, like, the, like, moment. Like, oh, like, you, you know, like, that shining light <laughs> so moment. So even though you had to pee, still... It was, we kind of like forgot about it for a second sure, we sure, like went sure. up there like we had climbed this all up like it was so much of a build up a sense of accomplishment exactly yeah it was it was really yeah so what did the what does it look like i mean i know it's a natural god it looks like statue. it looks like a bump from a rock like yeah. a sculpture mm-hmm. just like almost looked like a lingam it doesn't even look exactly the shape of the lingam if you have seen what a lingam looks like yeah like an oval obelisk type of right it stone, doesn't like yeah. even look exactly like that because Got it was kind of came by itself from the rock right it was sure. just a rock that looks like it but they put like a lot of uh garlands and flowers around it so they built this like whole flower thing around it and sure. they do like abhishegam which is like pour like milk and like you know like do that puja stuff. honey and stuff sometimes honey like, and milk whatever. and all that flowers and they do puja mm-hmm. uh, so they did that and we got to see that for a good 10 15 10 to 12 minutes got it not 15 they they were like okay go go we have to like get the next group so you guys have to leave now totally so we were like okay cool and once we came out, oh, I was like, so you get kicked out after that whole long hike, and we can't just... we can't stay for longer than that because there were so many people who did the of same course, hike. Of course, they all so. deserve it. So and we like, it's probably getting dark at this point. Almost it was evening at this point, and we were like, okay, so ready to go down, so yeah, ready yeah, to yeah. go to bed. Yeah, that's so insane because you have to go all the way back down. Yeah. And you said this was like what six to seven hours up. Six seven yeah. And then so down, you figure it's a little easier, maybe a little faster, but. It was steep though, you know, so we had to just be careful. It coming down got a little bit more intense because it got darker, it started raining. So they were like, You can't walk, you guys. Like whoever was walking up here should so, stay should take horses. So how but how did you do that if you didn't have that many horses? No, they were horses like there because people who were like waiting or whatever. Got it, they got were just it. like They're horses you can like take here, take these. Got it. Right? So I wonder if anyone gets stuck. Um, No, there's like a constant flow. Sure, sure, sure. Coming and going. So the crazy part about this whole hiking was that it was all covered by horse shit. (laughs) Because all the horses were just shitting all the way. There was no controlling, no regulation, no barricades, no like cleaning. It was just like up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, whatever nature wanted at that point. So the horses were like free to shit anywhere they wanted all the way up and down. We didn't really realize that much because when we were going up, it was a little bright and sunny and all that. But when we were coming down, it was just rainy and like it got even more like smelly. So it's just muddy horse shit. And we were all like just sneezing and you know, it didn't smell great. It was just like horse dung, horse shit all the way down. And we had to take horse and my dad and I and the crew jumped on a horse, started riding down the horse, the lights went out. You and your, your father on one horse. 
No, no, on, on two different horses. Okay, got it. And again... No, because we were the only people who didn't take horses the way up, but took the horses the way down. And the lights went out because the electricity went out. Because so of wait, the rain. there's lights along the trail? There were like street lamps, right? So there were like lamps along the trail. That and they're electric or they're candles? They're electric. Wow. So there's wires all the way up there? Probably. Somehow. Somehow, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's I crazy. mean, this is like a tour. That's the only job that... No, I know. That's just, do. I mean, even so, like, you know, I mean... I've been on plenty of hiking, quote unquote, touristy hikes that don't have lights on them. No, they put up lights for people coming down back in the dark. Got so it. There were electric lights. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It must have been. And once I mean, you come down, like to the mid level, to the lower level, there are stores all the way down. Sure, sure. I but mean, only like up top, even up top, like right next to the temple, there were like stores selling garlands, stores selling like all the puja stuff that you can buy and donate. Yeah. I was like, how did you guys get up here? Do you come here every do, day? Yeah. And do they here? stay there all day? That's no, but they have houses like in the middle part of this somewhere cliff, somewhere there. so they just traveled that distance every day you know and probably food. during the weekends they go all the way down yeah, and like get crazy. all their stuff or they have like they shift their you know their ships for i work. wonder how they get food and all that that's wild yeah they kind of cook their own food and get groceries and stuff from the town they have it delivered yeah, yeah. there are people who just deliver stuff for all yeah they probably people. just little no, that's the Sherpas, another community that, that works for this Sherpa? community is that right the right word it is yeah yeah <laughs> a guide or something i think that means um okay so anyways you're coming back down it's it's fully dark at this point or not it's quite? pitch dark at this point. pitch black but this the guy who was guiding out. the horse had torch lights torches like a flashlight torches. or fire no no flashlight okay got it um yeah you're you're thinking way too game of thrones at this point. well no i'm just saying like you said the electricity <laughs> went out i don't know if you know, whatever you know but he's it got a goes flashlight. out in like a lot of cities even not in like high up in places it's pretty common in india sure 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 so you're climbing down a cliff or the like a, a serious mountain pass with no lights other than a flashlight on with a horse. the horses and the horses kept slipping because it was rainy and they're slipping on their own shit wow we were like lesson learned horses don't do this again but <laughs> so yeah. how i mean you, you gotta figure that this isn't the first time this has happened right like you gotta figure like these people do this every day we were, we were like scared for life right no, of course but the but people like, who were guiding the horse guiders were like no this is fine okay. don't you're not they were, gonna die they weren't freaking out we were freaking out of course yeah those people were like no th- these horses do this all the time i'm like what trip and fall like every single <laughs> step they take that's not normal that's sketchy and they had these blinders. Yeah, of course. So you know, the horse blinders. So the horse couldn't see any further. They couldn't see the... They couldn't use the flashlight. Like, he was trying to make the horse, like, take advantage of the flashlight. They didn't know any better. Sure. So they were just like, this is what I'm going to do. Here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, slip. Yeah. Fall. Next one. It would just, like, land. I was like, oh, no. Mm-hmm, man. Just like... And the guy was, like, walking and kind of holding the horse. Yeah, he's guiding the so horse a little bit. That's the only reason he didn't let the horse and us die. <laughs> because they go so, up and down so many times. They know the route so well. So how treacherous is the side, right? Like, is there... I mean, I, are you afraid of heights? I thought I was, but I not know. You kind of got through it. I kind of... Yeah. I think I just got over it at one point, but... Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I did too, but but I have a, I have a problem with... Uh, driving over heights like i like i don't mind if i'm in control oh yeah but if i'm the passenger in a car that's driving driving in the bus was more scary yeah than this really scary okay so anyway but i mean a horse too like i had a little bit more control but but i had no control yeah that's what i mean i mean a horse can just fucking whinny and kick and And go at any point you know the horse before me just like and went like that and like fell and that slipped and fall as like fell and my horse slipped and fell wow so i was like okay 
Wow, I mean, because I've been bucked off a horse before when I was a little kid, and that would suck in this scenario because who knows? So, is there like serious cliffs on either side, like like There's potential death, like potential death? Yeah, no doubt all about around, it. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. Like yeah, hundreds of feet down, type Definitely, of thing. Yeah, but the only our only hope was this guy who was guiding a horse. Do you remember his name that. or no? No, no. Yeah, no. no. Did you talk to him a lot, or was he just kind of... I was like, dude, we're good, right? And yeah, I had yeah, to yeah. talk to him, and I'm like, Hindi, I'm like, brother, like, we're okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Can you speak some Hindi don't for worry. us? No, I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass myself. Because uh, <laughs> people who actually know Hindi who are listening to this podcast... Hey, that's fine. I mean, hey, whatever. You know, it's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no Hindi for us on this podcast. But um, I've heard you speak some Hindi now and again. I know. All my you... friends make fun of me for that. So. Okay. But in, I mean, I can't speak a word of Hindi, so don't worry about that. It's fine. Actually, I can. I can say Tum Kaze Ho, which I believe tum is... Ho. Which is like, what? How are How you? How are you? How's it going? Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah, we kept yeah. tripping and, like, falling, but he kind of, like, had his shit together. So we his, he was our only hope, and he eventually brought us down and we couldn't have been more grateful so how long was the hike down do you think it was longer yeah ultimately it it was longer than like eight hours did you ever fall asleep on the horse on the way down no you were too scared i was scared for life are you kidding me there was no way i'm just saying you're falling asleep up at the temple of the thing you came to see you're no because i was tired after the hike but at this point i was like am i gonna make it out alive or what like every step was like life or death but for me it was it apparently wasn't that scary for the horse or for this sure this guy knew what he was doing but Yeah. yeah or maybe he was just keeping his calm real hard yeah, but they probably do it a lot, though, I would think. Maybe he just knows that Shiva's going to get him down there. I don't know. Mm, probably. He probably got us down. <laughs> <laughs> so See, at you... this point, people almost want to believe that. Isn't that crazy? Of course. but Because so... everyone, after they got down, they were like, oh, Lord Shiva, they, he's the only one yeah, who saved, yeah, yeah. like, sure. you know, all our life. Like, um, so, 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 again, I, you know, I just want to touch on, like, what did it's a pilgrimage right and so there's something to it like whether you leave something there you ask for something you find something you you know something becomes clear in your life i i know you were young but did anything wait on those moments when you're coming down did you feel anything is there anything there well i felt a lot of like divine energy Mm -hmm. more than me realizing like oh this is like actual god that i'm going to see that's going to help me you know, and like no, it doesn't have to be so literal, or, but just like, was there I mean, a lesson was, learned or a, a feeling that comes from from walking that, from doing that action, whatever it is? I mean, hundreds of thousands of people have probably done no, this. No, the before. whole the fact that we made it up there made us want to believe that there was a force up there sure, that wanted sure, to sure. be there. Sure, sure. So they used to say, only for Badrinath and Kedarnath, they used to say that if God didn't want you there, you wouldn't make it up there and he wouldn't help you make you sure. make it up there. So, so just... That's because it's a treacherous so trip. So just completing the trip, just getting the right weather, just getting the right timing, all that stuff, that in and of itself is a blessing. That itself is a blessing. And yeah. by, if you like make the trip and down a lie, then you pretty much feel really blessed. And that's what we felt like because with what all we went through, we just like, well... Yep. You know, we apparently are blessed because sure. we saw people got, get killed, fall down, get injured, like 
break their leg we saw all that on the trip so we were like fully alive and we made it down so we were like okay there's something some force wow that's insane and 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 did everyone on your crew come back safe good all that jazz they were all safe yes my dad had trouble breathing up there a little bit but then he he was so like you know his willpower helped him more he was amped he was amped to do it i got this i'm fine so tell me about that sleep that night even when you got to be feeling pretty good you went back to the same hostel or we went back to no we went back to a smaller room Mm -hmm. all our bags just piled up like we had like so many luggages because we were traveling all over for the trip so we just piled up all those luggages and just used that as our bed because we couldn't get like any other room (laughs) it was so hard we had to book that place apparently like months and months ago and we did not know that oh wow right so we just like got this little room with like 15 people sleeping there just leaning on their backs and it was like a pile of mountain of bags you can imagine if each person was yeah, carrying yeah, yeah. at least like two bags for themselves and they had to change costume for this dance performance which was a full heavy costume that they carried and two With more jewelry bags. and all that stuff yeah they were all like pretty heavy jewelry and costume wow so it was like full pile of like bags we were just like leaning on it passed out my <laughs> mom got super sick the next day a lot of people got very sick. What well, just from exhaustion? I mean, this is altitude sickness that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, and the I mean, food and, like, all the random, like, you know, we weren't used to, like, eating, like, that kind of, like, like, whatever food was available in the mountain kind of deal hmm. at that point. So it wasn't, like, very healthy food. Hmm. But, or was it just very different food? What what, what type of food? What describes it? No, not as in, like, different food. We've had, like, all that food even, like, all around India. Yeah, yeah. But, the altitude and like our we were tired and all the traveling the water especially i think like mm. it, like something got us all like you know got kind it. of pretty tired and sick feeling interesting so what did you eat up there do you remember we ate like roti and whatever was like chana dal available and we mostly most part ate just like maggie that was available there <laughs> well that, that could be once why we you're feeling down, pretty yeah once we came down i oh, think man. we were able to like get like good roti and some little rice and like pickle and some like whatever like masala curry like like chana dal whatever. Like that. yeah so northern indian food the yeah. stuff we can get here in some sense or another uh-huh yeah interesting so everyone's getting sick, all that kind of stuff, and that that's one night, huh? That was one crazy night. Um, what'd you wake up feeling the next morning? Would you would you um, obviously on this podcast we're gonna go through nights for the most part, we're gonna go through what it means, but always you're gonna take away something in the morning. So what was the morning like? Do you remember? I felt pretty damn alive and glad to be alive and very <laughs> grateful. And you weren't sick, other people were. I yeah, I wasn't sick. I was <laughs> I was kinda of taking care of them and I was very glad to. Sure. And I was happy to be that person, you know. Not only did I make it up and down, I'm able to, like, be this person, you know, to, like, guide them even down further. Sure, sure, sure. Back to our little, um, little, like, hotel that we had. Yeah, absolutely. So it was really nice to, like, go through this whole thing and, like, feel alive and, like, holy shit, we just, like, did all this. And, like, Mm -hmm. it felt just really good. We felt the whole experience in our own way. Wow. It, it wasn't the exact same for all of us, but we all definitely took one thing with us that we were glad to be alive Absolutely. and we definitely felt the energy. Did you, uh, oftentimes when you go through something like that with people, I feel like it makes some pretty big bonds. Do you, did you still talk to anyone from that trip? They're all pretty good friends still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of my teachers, uh, she, uh, who I performed for and with, she Got was it. both the dancer and the singer who sure. performed with me. Um, so she is, she's always going to be one of my role models and one of my best tutors that I had, both as in music and in life. So I adored her and admired her 
learned a lot from her so nice and you, you still contact her every once in a while or no um i don't talk to her on a daily basis but well anytime not. like anytime i like run into her or if i do like like i i would be like you know like yeah thrilled of course of course to talk to her nice well that's crazy so so say one more time just to wrap up the name of this temple again do you remember it's called Kedarnath. Kedarnath. It's and then right the next state, to it. Uh, well, it's up from Rishikesh, the town. Okay. And the other town, crazy enough, is called Badrinath. Badrinath, which is what, after that town, is what my brother's named as Bharat. His name is Badri. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. But that was that was before, obviously, you went on this No, but they're not in Kedarnath. They're just, like, very holy places. Everyone knows about them, even though they've not Sure, so even so, there. your parents would still have, like, heard it. Got it. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. All right, folks. Well, this has been One Night on Earth. This is with Aishwarya Kumar, my soon-to-be wife. Wow, that's coming up Crazy. really quick. Don't and, say that a lot. Hey, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find us on YouTube on iTunes where other podcasts are hosted this is an FC pubs podcast check out all the other things we're doing uh, you're gonna hear top fives from us uh, from us and Quinn Quinn Miller we have some articles going up always you can always check all that kind of stuff out um, we're gonna be launching a patreon kind of soon if you want to support us if you want to help us out obviously we're doing this all just out of passion and fun and uh, togetherness so you know we'd love if you could help us out with a little bit of little bit of love and we will keep trying to bring you big content any way we can um and as always this has been gage sieber and ashwarya kumar tonight here out of bay ridge brooklyn in new york city and uh much love to all you earthlings and anyone listening in from the ether Ooh. Ooh. all right good night